Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Well, I'm really, really delighted to meet in person somebody who I've admired for uh, many, many years. As I saw Rebecca Garcia uh, ascend to becoming active police chief under pretty extraordinary circumstances. Armando Perez uh, had to be let go uh, pretty ignominiously. That's my big word of the day because he cheated, admittedly cheated on an exam that qualified him to be in the top three candidates to begin with. And he served his time and he paid his penalty for that, and he's no longer allowed to be a police officer. But in the meantime, Rebecca Garcia had been a police officer in Bridgeport for many years. She was elevated to acting police chief. And then when it came time to appointing Mr. Perez's permanent replacement, uh, she was passed over for Roderick Porter. At the time, Rebecca Garcia and I spoke about that, and she may have some Uh, reminiscences of that time, but I had asked her because I was so impressed with just chatting with her whether or not she was ever going to run for public office. She demurred. She (laughs) said, maybe yes or maybe no. But recently, Rebecca reached out to me because she has some thoughts about the Ganem Gomes campaign. The general election is February 27th, coming up a week from Tuesday. The big news of the story is that Lamont Daniels has thrown his support towards Mayor Ganim. He collected 1,800 votes in the general, so that support could swing the election. One doesn't know. But in any event, Rebecca Garcia joins us right now, live here on WICC at 203-333-9422. We can keep the phone lines open as well for comments and questions. Rebecca Garcia, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much. I want to make sure the mic is in front of you comfortably. Hold on a minute. Let's do this. Okay, speak right in there. Say hi. Hi, everybody. Okay, very good. So, Rebecca, what have you been doing with yourself ever since? You're no longer a member of the police, right? I'm not. Okay. I've retired, and I've been traveling many different places, enjoying the fruits of my labor. But in the meantime, uh, John Gomes had reached out to me and asked that I join him on his slate. So I did run for city council, um, 
well, back in the first primary in, in September and um, wasn't successful in that. But then we saw everything that happened and we just encouraged uh, Mr. Gomes to continue the fight for the people. In so the wait city. a minute. Yes. So in November, were you on the ballot for city council? September. But what about November? No, in the general election? No. No, what what ended up happening was um, for the general, uh, there were the people that had pretty much won that spot and they stayed on the ballot. We weren't. Oh, we were not. so the overdue of the primary was strictly with respect to the top line. Yes. And not with respect to anybody else. Correct. Ah, okay. So you wanted to be on the city council. It was something that I was willing to encounter and to endure. And and actually just, it was part of continuing to be a voice for the people in the city of Bridgeport. Um, I gave it a lot of thought. Um, uh, John Gomes had reached out to me and I said, I really, really, really need to think about it. Um, You know, I'm enjoying retirement and, uh, you know, let's see. And, And then I had taken a trip over to Israel, and then I might, when I came back, I told him, yes, that I would join his What team. brought you to Israel? Um, just my, my faith, and I've been there nine times. I love Israel. You love Israel. I do. Wow. And where you go, do you, when you go, do you stay in different cities? Do you go all over the... All over. You go all over. All over. Yeah. We have friends there as well. Oh, how marvelous yes. for you. Yes. Oh, that's really beautiful. So you were there, and you came back right before October 7th? Yes, ma'am. A week and a half. I bet before. you called your friends right away. Want to know sure if they're did. okay? Sure did. Everybody knows somebody who was killed. Absolutely. I have uh, family friends that passed away there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so Rebecca Garcia. So all right. So now here we are. Are you officially working with the Gomes campaign? I am a volunteer. You're a volunteer. Yes, ma'am. We're all volunteers. And um, like I said, after we saw what happened and the ballot stuffing and all of that craziness that I would have never imagined that I would have seen. Uh, But after we witnessed that, we definitely pushed forward um, and asked John Gomes to continue. I mean, he's doing it for the people. Um, He's against voter suppression. And uh, there are a lot of people. I mean, I've met so many people and going door to door um, who say they want to change. And, um, you know, we're encouraging them. This is, you know, this is what you have to do. If you say you want to change, you have to come out and vote. because And you should come out and vote in person. I mean, given the history of Bridgeport. Right. I mean, listen, we don't want to disenfranchise people who really need an absentee ballot. I'm not suggesting that. But if you're on the fence about it and you can get a ride to the polls and vote in person, vote in person. Yes. And we offer transportation to the polls. I mean, it's they'll come to the car. I, I mean, it's it's really easy to do. But you're right. If they can't make it or they're going to be out of town, then by all means, please utilize that, that resource. Um, but so many people in the city of Bridgeport have been telling us they want to change. They want to change for the better. Um, they want to give someone else an opportunity. And we're here for them. So is it about saying... Mayor Ganimus had his time. He's been elected, what, seven terms? And now it's time for a change. Is that the overriding thing, that it's just time to change? Or is there a reason why you think Gomes would be a better leader than Mayor Ganimus? 
Well, there's a lot of disenfranchisement. Obviously, what we've seen in the city, um, we've seen people not take a stand or take responsibility for what has happened in the election till after the fact. Um, now we see, and, and with all due respect, now we see a mayor now that's out in the public speaking to the people where you didn't see that. Um, people always said he's he's absentee. So um, it's it's time for a change. Do you think that some of this is being motivated by the fact that you yourself were passed over as the chief of police? No, ma'am. It has nothing to do with that. Um, well, me, me running doesn't have to do anything with that. I have spoken to people that automatically see my face and they're like, I know who you are. And they've expressed their, you know, their you should have been the chief and you know in in that that page has passed right that that chapter but that but that but that page was because of mayor ganim's decision correct you're you're 100 percent correct so yes some people have have been very disheartened by that happening and they were happy with um my leadership with the police department although some may say they weren't uh but um you know that's not the reason why i ran and that's not the reason why i'm involved in um, advocating for John Gomes for mayor. Um, I have seen, I have seen things firsthand. I experienced things firsthand. And um, so I, I have... What kind of things do you want to tell us about? How, what kind of insight do you think that we would need, that the people of Bridgeport would need to make an informed decision? Well, I, like I said, let's start with the fact that, that there was an absentee uh, mayor. Uh, for many years during COVID, okay, there was, we were there. We, the police were frontline. We were out there, we were running around. We were um, encountering uh, many different things, many of our officers getting exposed to COVID. And then, um, okay, well, that's your job. Yes, that's our job, but that is hazardous. Why do you say Mayor Ganim was absentee during COVID? Well, um, we didn't see a lot of him. I didn't see a lot of him. So, um, Do you all work in the same building? No, ma'am. No. no. So where would you normally see him? I, I'm trying to get a feel for what you mean by that. So We're chatting with Rebecca Garcia. Sure. So either you would see him out at a scene or with the public or me going to his office um, at a leadership meeting. We would have leadership meetings on Zoom. Um, so there wasn't there wasn't a lot of communication, I should say. Okay. All right, so that was a big disappointment during that time? Yes, it was. Because uh, was that when you were acting police chief, by the way? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So I did take over um, after the incident um, that occurred with A.J. Perez. And, um, you know, I was asked to, to if, if I was interested and if I would consider. Therefore, I was appointed to that position. Right, you were acting police chief Absolutely. for quite a while. How long was it? Two and a half years. Yeah, it was a long time. Absolutely. Right. So Longer uh, than the term of our elected representatives. Right, correct. Yeah. Correct. And um, what I would say is that I, we did so much to move the city of Bridgeport ahead um, in the police department. We reduced crime by 31%. And some may say, oh, she's whining as that's been no it right um, by wannabe reporters but um, it's not whining it's coming to the table and bringing facts we brought down crime rate we um, promoted people we did community events so for someone to say as in the last interview with uh, Mayor Ganim uh, now we have a police chief that cares well you know 
it's funny how you would say that when I was there, I was there during the whole COVID epidemic. I worked 12, 16 hour days. I picked up my phone at two, three o'clock in the morning, which is was my responsibility. Understood. So I fulfilled my responsibilities. But to sit there and say that there is now someone that cares, it's a little controversial to make that statement. You, when, were, you felt slighted by that? I did. I really did. Um, when you think about it, you can ask my family, you know, where was Becky? You know, here, she's always at work, you know. Um, and like I said, it was a commitment that I made. So I understand the responsibilities. But to say that I didn't care or to to infer that I didn't care was a definite slight. So I think that it, it's time for the facts to be in front of people. You know, you can't sit there and say, uh, you know, all of these things that happened were so great, yet she didn't care. Or now we have a police chief that cares. Mm -hmm. There were so many things put into place that um, he was not a part of, that he didn't show up to. He meaning Mayor Ganim? Yes. We're chatting with Rebecca Garcia, former acting police uh, commissioner. And how many years were you uh, an active uh, police officer in Bridgeport. 32 okay. years. 32 Just short years. Of 32 so there really years. isn't any part of Bridgeport that you don't know. Oh, absolutely not. We're going to be right back. 203-333-9422. If you have any questions or comments, we're chatting with Rebecca Garcia, who was working to elect John Gomes a week from Tuesday. We'll be right back. It's the Lisa Wexler Show here on WICC. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And we're back. You're listening to the Lisa Wexler Show here on WICC. A former acting police chief of two and a half years for Bridgeport, Rebecca Garcia, is with us in studio. And she has decided to work to get to see John Gomes elected. We've talked a little bit about her history and past. She was passed over for the top job uh, in favor of Roderick Porter, who is currently the police chief under the GAM administration. Uh, but Ms. Garcia denies that that is the reason for her feeling so strongly that Gomes should be elected. So very specifically, what do you think is better about John Gomes than about Joe Gannon? So there's a few things that I can say. Um, first of all, he does have institutional knowledge. Uh, being 
uh, well, he was fired. He wasn't fired. It was uh, a regrouping of, of divisions or uh, that's crazy to me. I mean, one minute it's uh, uh, he's fired. The next minute it was like, no, he wasn't fired. But anyway, let's let's move on from that. <laughs> so um, uh, he has the institutional knowledge. Um, he is for the people. I've seen him. I've seen him interact with the people. John Gomes is since he came here from Cape Verde. Um, this has been his home. He's raised his family here. He has daughters, his grand, his grandbaby here in Bridgeport. He never took his his ball and ran from the city. Um, not only that, he's a he is for the city, from the city. He speaks five different languages. Um, he did a, a talk uh, interview on um, La Voz Hispana um, two days ago. How do you do? Wonderful. All in Spanish. Really? All in Spanish. Increíble. Yes. Wow. Muy bien. Sí, sí. And so... Estación, las personas uh, no van a comprender qué estación escuchan. Uh-huh. <laughs> Eso porque hablamos en inglés. <laughs> sí, exactly. That's why we so, speak in English. That That's right. right. So um, he he has um, five different languages under his belt. He's an entrepreneur. He, he, he's had businesses in Bridgeport. He's walked out there. He has seen the injustices. He's heard because he's hearing it from the people. And um, he has said, what I respect about John Gomes is that he has said to the people and I have been present you give me an opportunity for four years he goes and if you're not pleased with me or if I haven't done what I've said then vote me out you know he's not saying this is my ball and I'm going to stay here another thing is not once has John Gomes spoken about I'm going to give you a job um you know this is what we're going to do there's there's no uh there's no how, how do we say there's no deals being made and um you know what it's i have to say that's that's a lot of integrity when you're looking at people and when your team is with you for the right reason not getting paid we're not we're volunteers not getting paid and i'm not being offered a job neither Mm. has anyone else and there's so so there's no implicit quid pro quo going on that you can see on the campaign no ma'am well let me ask you this rebecca garcia since you know the players in bridgeport do you know lamont daniels i do were you surprised that he decided to endorse mayor gannon extremely you were surprised i was and do you have any speculation as to why you think he did well, first of all, I have to say I know Lamont Daniels, and I re- I do I get along with him. He had asked me to be a part of his team. Yeah, he seems beginning. like a lovely guy, and he also has his feet two feet in Bridgeport. He's raising a young family in Bridgeport. Right, right. Um, but I have to say, um, I believe that if you look at the paper within the next week or so, you will see that he may have been offered a position in Bridgeport as well. Okay. So you think that there is an implicit understanding if I throw you, which, by the way, is not uncommon. If I throw you my support and you win, I'll move over from Norwalk to Bridgeport. I'll have an easier commute. (laughs) By the way, the papers noted that at his current position, Mr. Daniels is a pretty senior person within the administration of the city of Norwalk. And he earns more for that position than a comparable position apparently in Bridgeport would earn. Yes. That doesn't mean he can't be promoted, but I'm just saying. But isn't that the fact about the um, new city attorney, head city attorney that came from Norwalk as well? I don't know. I believe that. I don't know. I believe that was in the paper, if I'm not mistaken, um, that uh, it was uh, less of a pay here. So um, I, I I wish him well. I really do. 
Um, but you were surprised. I was. Do you think it, it hurts the Gomes campaign at this juncture for that endorsement? Um, you know what? When I, I I wouldn't say it hurts the Gomes campaign. I would say it hurts the Ganem campaign because Why? you have someone that was running saying, "Hey, you know, we're tired of what's in place and we're tired of of things that have happened, and I can make it better." But then you join that team. So that's a little concerning. So how, how do the people that actually endorsed you um, believe in, in your platform and, and why you made that decision? Mm, okay. We're chatting with Rick, Rebecca Garcia, who's got some insight uh, into all of this as the former acting police chief under Mayor Ganim for two and a half years. So Rebecca, when last we spoke... You said, I'm going to enjoy my life. I'm, I'm leaving law enforcement. And it's been a while since we've had a chance to speak. Have you enjoyed your life? I am. Are you? I really am. Yes, ma'am. Are you still living in Bridgeport? I am. What part of town do you live in? I live in the North End. So the North End is near um, Park Avenue? Yes, right off of Park Avenue. Right, or I belonged to Rodef Shalom for many years. Yes. With Rabbi Stein. I don't know if you ever knew Rabbi Stein, but yes. Izzy Stein, he was amazing. And Cantor Grama. They both lived in Bridgeport. And uh, anyway, so I used to go on Capitol and Park all the time. Right, that's All the my time. area. That's your area. <laughs> yes, ma'am. It's pretty around there. Brooklawn is. is right around the corner there. It's very it's pretty there. I yeah. used to run Park Avenue. It's yeah. amazing. It is amazing. It so is. that's your neighborhood. Yes, ma'am. And how is Bridgeport doing all together in terms of public safety? Well, I can tell you that um, I would like the real numbers to, to come out. I would like numbers that, for example, you can't split hairs. A shooting is a shooting. Um, uh, Why? Uh, do we split hairs now? What do you mean? I believe that hairs are being split. Um, but uh, What do you mean by that? So what I'm saying is, number one, if you have um, shootings uh, before you had Live people right there, reporters, media right there. Um, if you, there's, you know, if there's a shooting in a certain year and the person passes away this year, then the homicide is for this year. So I, I would just say that um, I, I would like to. I would like to dig deeper into what the real numbers are. You hear things happening. You're in the public. We're in the public. They're telling us things that are going on. They're telling us about, Mr. Phil called in about the noise that day. That, yes, that, I did. And he I heard was talking about And the, he was trying to be so nice about he it. He was. He, he was, was really nice yes, about it, actually. He, he really was. And he was so respectful of the officers, which we really appreciate because our officers work really, really hard. Yeah, but you know what? Quality of life and noise and constant noise and, and that horrible thing that goes into my heart when that backbeat starts to play so loud and I can't hear myself think, Mm -hmm. I want to jump out of my skin. For sure. And those things do happen. Like I said, I still live in Bridgeport. Mm -hmm. I'm walking around. I'm campaigning. I live there. I I eat there. I go out. Family But are you saying the Ghana administration is under-reporting crime? What I'm saying is that I would like to see a... I don't want to make that, that statement. I would like to see... Um, the full numbers. Let's say that. I, w- I would like to, for somebody to go in there and maybe do an audit of the numbers. Audit of the numbers? Yes. How would you split hairs on a shooting? You're telling me something that I'm not grasping. So what I'm saying is, for example, um, a, a, a violent crime, right, would be a stabbing, would be a shooting. Well, you know, it, it happened in this type of uh, of uh, event. So it goes to this side. I mean, it's... You mean it goes in a different category? Correct. So I would like to see how things are getting categorized or not even... 
maybe publicized. Let's put it that way. Okay. Mm-hmm. So do you think there's an obligation of law enforcement when they're called to the scene of a crime to let the press know? Not really. Uh, no, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. No. What I'm saying is that um, before it seemed like like they were everywhere all day long, all the time. So um, I know that, you know, there may have been people there on the inside that were letting people know what was oh. going on. So what I'm saying is... Um, Probably the coverage that was before should be out. I mean, we've had incidents happen that haven't been put out into the media in the paper. You see it three, four, five days later, which is very surprising to me. Okay. Okay. And uh, so we're chatting with Rebecca Garcia. And you, when you asked to come in and talk with us about this, you seemed... You seem like you felt like you needed to contradict some of the things that Mayor Ganim was saying about himself. Well, uh, what I would say is, for example, um, when he when he made this statement that um, let me see, there's a chief, the chief that, that he has that cares and a chief that's committed to him. I think that's pretty interesting. Um, you know, when he's coming out to the public, I believe that happens now. I, I you know what? I can speak as a homeowner, a taxpayer, a resident of the city of Bridgeport. I'm no longer tied to um, what I was tied to before. So I can tell you that I've seen that happen now as election time, as campaign time has happened. And, um, you know, those it just it just doesn't there's not a, a con- continuity um, between, uh, well, you know, he's always been there, uh, but he, he wasn't. Do you think, we? well, let me ask you this. In the last primary election, Joe Gannam won by more votes, and he won at the polls as well as in the absentee. What do you make of that? So I will tell you that, to my surprise, um, we were finding out that when people were going to get their identification cards updated, driver's licenses updated, um, that their affiliation was being changed if they didn't mark anything. And I know because it happened to one of my family members. And um, she was going to go vote. And it was like, oh, well, she can't vote vote because she's unaffiliated. And she's like, I've always been a Democrat. How is it that I'm unaffiliated? So what is that a statewide new thing? I, I believe so. I, I'm baffled by it. Um, as a matter of fact, I have to go change my license next week, and I've got to make sure that I find that spot. But um, Oh, I see what you're saying. So if you don't affirmatively note a political party when you change your driver's license, the state now assumes as a default you're unaffiliated. It does not continue with your former affiliation. Exactly. I and, see. And so That's important for people to know. It really is because we saw so many people turned away from the polls because of that. So you know that in the primary. Um, you have to be a registered Democrat. Absolutely. But you would think that would cut both ways, Rebecca. Um, I mean, in other words, theoretically, if that's out there in the populace, it's going to cut both ways to people who might have voted for Gomes and people who might have voted for Ganem. Yes. Well, I'm going to tell you this. I, I know for a fact that people are they're tired of going to the polls. I get they're it. They're tired of going to the polls. <laughs> they, I can see that. They are. They're, they're like, I don't want to vote again. I don't want to come out. But that's where we have to tell the people and remind the people your voice counts. Okay. So that's that's the message. You want to definitely get out February 27th. And Rebecca Garcia, um, I hope you're going to throw your hat in the ring again to run. 
for something. My heart is for the city of Bridgeport. I see that. Yes. And and you know what? It's not, as I was told when I wasn't selected, it's about politics. So um, my heart is not about politics. It's about the people, the betterment of the city of Bridgeport. Let me ask you this. Uh, Mr. Porter's uh, contract, is it at the pleasure of the mayor or does it end when it ends? Um, it, I believe he has a five-year contract. Five-year contract. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Rebecca Garcia, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having here me. Here on the pleasure. Lisa Wexler Show. We'll be right back. 203-333-9422. Stick around. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at Lisa at LisaWexler.com.